my goodness. What's up? What's up, everybody? You are about to get highly educated with the Cannabis Closet Podcast with Canna Queen. That's me and MJ. That's her. This is an adult content show with no limitations on subject, language, or actions. Opinions, views, and expressions may or may not be that of the hosts, their guests, and their subsidiaries. Please note, we are not medical physicians or attorneys, and any information that is shared is based solely on our personal research and knowledge. Thanks for rolling up and showing up, y'all. What's up? Say what's up in the comment section. Hi. Um, happy Passover, everybody. It's Passover for our Jewish friends today. So I hope you guys enjoy a mighty feast tonight. It's a feasting holiday. It's a feast holiday. Oh, look at the show notes. I know there. <laughs> There's bullet points. I made bullet points. Things are deleted. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to come right on down. We have a topic for sort of for today. Um, it's kind of something that we talked about, um, before, uh, on, when we were just talking about a news story, but, uh, let's see, we got some news today. So, um, what's up, Luke? What's up, little Bobby customs? What's up guys? Um, so first of all, uh, you know, I don't really care how you feel about this. Donald Trump was indicted. <laughs> Uh, this week, right? He he turned himself in this week. Uh, he uh, was indicted in New York, in the state of New York, um, for um, the payout. What's up, Jen? Oh my goodness, Jen is here. Hi. Oh, she made it. I love it when y'all are here. Oh, we're coming to Missouri soon, so holler if you hear us. Um, ooh, don't hit the table. We're on a table today. Um, so let the technical difficulties begin. <laughs> We're together. That's double trouble. Um, did you do you have the um, spring market flyers uh, uploaded? I don't have them uploaded. Um, I, I'm going to send them to your messenger. I don't know how or uh, send them to my messenger. The my my full government name messenger. Got it. Um, I'll have a lolly for y'all. That's lovely. We love it. So Donald Trump was indicted um, because of the payouts to um, Stormy Daniels. So that's exciting. We'll see what happens. I don't think anything's going to happen. Honestly, I think this is it. <laughs> Yay. There's going to be like a trial. It's going to be some bullshit. They might find him guilty. But like, honestly, do we think he's going to jail? Do we think he's going to jail? No. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think that's the miracle that this timeline gets. I don't think that we're on that particular timeline. Like there is a timeline in which a man like him gets convicted and goes to jail and, and, and lives out the rest of his horrible life there. But this isn't the one. <laughs> we're not living on that right, one. Right. Not for this. That's and an alternative. Then, yeah, that's a I metaverse. Don't... That's a... <laughs> A bizarro world. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, not but know. that happened. And then, and then, <laughs> and then, and then uh, also, I didn't even know this. So I don't, I'm not keeping up with any pop culture or anything. I had no mm -hmm. idea that this was happening and I don't drink. So I had no fucking clue that this was happening, but apparently Budweiser is doing this campaign and they hired 
Dylan. And Dylan, if you guys don't know, is a TikToker and she does she's a transgender TikToker. She talks about her transgender journey. And she's the one that that does the, you know, it's been so many days. I've been a girl for so many days. It gets all of the hetero women um, really, really um, upset and cis women really, really upset and mostly hetero, but also, you know, the cis women and um, that she does this. And anyway, so Budweiser hired her for a campaign and uh, and her face is on some of the cans. It's a whole LBGTQIA campaign. So there's like rainbow cans and there's like this whole thing. From Bud Light. From Bud Light. And apparently, and apparently, uh, this has pissed off a lot of people, including, um, it's Dylan Mulvaney, by the way. I could, I, for some reason, her last name was just um, blanking, but Dylan Mulvaney. Um, so this pissed off a lot of people. Uh, all of them, pretty much a majority of them are like those conservative types that do these types of things. And what made me laugh the most is that they just went to their go-to. They went to their go-to. They have already spent money on this thing. And then they destroyed it as an act of, like, of, of anger, of emotional. It's, it's the, the emotional outburst for me. We're too emotional, but okay. It's a, a bunch of men on the internet throwing away or um, shooting their their Budweiser cans, like getting rid of them completely. But purchasing um, the but product. after having purchased the product, like you bought it already. <laughs> you already paid for it. So you contributed to their. So I would just say like, don't buy more. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, just don't buy more, but like also don't destroy what you have. I know it's just beer, but like, give it to somebody. You're such a waste. You're such a waste. Right. You know, don't buy it. But why the, yeah. Okay. Well, I think so it's, it's like, attention. it's the attention. I think it's the stuff that they, uh, do I want to, is this? Is no, this that's the old past. One? Okay. Um, um, so I think it's, I think it's stuff that they have previously purchased before this campaign went into action. So they didn't go out and buy the, the ones with I the doubt face. It. It's not like so, they're stockpiling. I, I, I mean, no, 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 no. Like, I mean, <laughs> I you, you like, can. I mean, if they bought the beer yesterday and the campaign came out today, they had no idea about it. Right. So right. this is what they had in their fridge. They had a 12 pack that they bought at the supermarket this past yeah. weekend in their fridge. Right. And then, and then the, the campaign, well, I don't know if it was this weekend. It was probably like, whatever, whenever it happened. Um, but they had like a, you know, a thing now kid rock, I, he might have gone out and bought some cause I'm those might've, but I don't know. I didn't really, but he, so, so kid rock got upset yeah. and he um, blasted them with his big, big gun, his big old yeah. Yeah. Um, rifle. Like, Please. You just um, like what just pick a pick a battle that matters because we okay, so here's my question. Here's my question for anybody that has an issue with how somebody else in, in another in another whole body, like doesn't this her body doesn't touch my body, you know, not without consent. Not without consent, right? <laughs> so there's like whatever she does to her body, not harming my body. 
whatever I ingest. Whatever, whatever she I decides, whoever she decides to love, not hurting my marriage. Okay. Right. Okay. So, so all of these things. So like, then my question is if, if, if we take out, if we, if we put it into perspective of how is it hurting you directly, do you have an answer for that? I, I don't feel like anybody in our comment section. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know you guys. Um, some of you guys, we know some of you guys, we don't, we would hope that our audience is, uh, is open-minded and, um, loving and accepting of others as humans, because that's what we are. We're humans. We're humans living a human experience. And that human experience is different for every single one of us. She's my platonic life partner. I love her and dearly. I am single, single, single but without she, any intent to she, be attached to right, anyone. She has this right now. But what I'm saying is like, I, and I know sense. her pretty well. She knows me pretty well. Right. But, but like none of her life decisions are going to directly affect me. Like if she decides tomorrow, she doesn't want to be single anymore. And she wants to date, you know, I mean, whatever. And aside from the fact that we might get tired of hearing each other's stories, that is the only effect that it has on us. It doesn't harm us in any way to like who she loves, who I love. And like, her decisions on her bodily autonomy and my decisions on my bodily autonomy. And I just wish y'all would just y'all, not y'all, the ones whomever, it applies whomever to. this applies to. I wish y'all would just mind your own fucking business and just we're human beings and just live your human being experience. And I'm going to live my human being experience. And, and if we get along, great, we'll live that human being yeah. experience in a, in a general same vicinity. And if we don't get along, great. We'll We're live that human experience We're not from separate vicinities. It's no, um, yes, yeah, go ahead. What is your, what is your question for those who go through this? Cause I, I probably also have a question for those who go, I, I actually, um, Right. And so, yeah, exactly. I was so, 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 so just another example, and this is like a religious example. Um, oh, Apollo says, damn right. How do people want freedom for them, but tell everyone else what to do? So that's, I'm, I'm sorry. I forget that we're on three different platforms. Uh, <laughs> um, and Allison wants to know, so I have a question for those who go through this. So I'm, I'm curious about that question. We'll ask it um, and see. And you know, I don't, I'm not going to presume to answer that because I don't personally go through that. I'm just, I just believe humans have the right to live their human experience in their body because we only get this. Well, I, I believe we come back, but that's a different story. We only get this and this, right? Right. This is the only time that Farah gets to exist, right? And so, oh, did y'all even? Some of y'all didn't even know my real government name. So this is only <laughs> this is only time that I get to exist in this body and with and with the, this experience. And so I want to try to make the best of it. Right. And I don't yeah. want somebody else to control it. I don't want to judge it. Or judged, know, right? That's the thing is like, we don't need your judgment or your opinion on you know, people have an opinion on my single status. Um, there is a, a percentage of, uh, you know, people that think that I should be attached to someone for my own good. <laughs> she is and that person is me <laughs> and so uh, you know and, and, you and, stop and, people, limiting, and people don't accept that either but also know, stop like yeah stop limiting your definition of love to romance and stop limiting your definition to romance to um something beyond platonic relationships because i have um 
like not not necessarily physical romantic involvement, but I am in love with many of my friends. I am in love with them. That's a Pisces for you. Yeah, you know. Mm, it is. I, I would say every Pisces <laughs> that I know loves everybody and wants everyone to love them, but they also don't want you to touch theirs. I don't want... <laughs> Okay, I don't love everyone. <laughs> everyone in their circle. But I do I do love my circle. I do. I do love the people I invite in. Um so yeah, but oh, the other story, well, it's not a story, but there was this thing that I posted on um on Facebook the other day. It's kind of going around and it's just like um a a bit about respect for um uh people who are Muslim it's Passover right now. So many, so many people um, uh, celebrate and, and do things through Passover, do traditional customs through Passover. I'm clearly not one of them. Okay. Um, but uh, so, so I posted this thing and it's about um, when Muslims pray that we should pass behind them. If we see them praying in public pass behind them and not in front of them because that is like kind of disrespectful, very disrespectful actually. And, um, and even unknown, even if you don't know, um, now you do, it's disrespectful. And it's believed that, you know, when you're praying that you have a direct connection with God. And if somebody walks in front of you while you're doing your prayers, that that connection can be broken. And so just out of respect, we want to walk behind people who are praying, right? Oh, that went out here. Relight it. I'll give it to you. Um, it's because I talk too much. And then somebody in the comment section was like, well, yeah, well, I mean, that's what it sounds like, but <laughs> it sounds like that. Wah, 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 wah. Why, why not? They, okay, why don't they find responsibility? Why don't we make a private prayer place? Okay. Well, first of all, there's certain times when the prayers have to be done. And if those individuals who practice cannot get to that private space, um, which I'm sure that a majority of people honestly want to just be in their private space to like do this. It's not a section. Right. Uh, then they have to stop, uh, turn towards. I don't know, honestly, but they have to stop. They have to turn towards a certain direction and pray at a certain time. So it's not like. It's not like, you know, you, there's some, there's some time constraints, uh, at Mecca, thank Mecca. Thank you. Um, there's some time constraints, uh, for, I may be misspeaking. I will have to pull up the thing, but I believe it was okay. Muslim. Yes. Um, and they have to pray five times a day and there's some times where you just can't get into a private space. So, okay, here it is. Okay, hold on just a second. I want to go back up um, to these comments. There was, yeah, so there was one that was like, why is it my responsibility to uh, basically respect this person's space? Shouldn't it be their responsibility to put the, the sutra? So they so put something a, in front of yourself. Put there's something a, in front of you. There's a, the term, someone explained that there is a way to, you know, that to avoid this from happening, they can go ahead and blah, blah, blah. And so this person's comment was, well, then it's their responsibility to make sure that that happens so that I don't have to I'm sorry. know every minutia of someone right, else's right. religion. But if it was da, a Christian, if it was a Christian tradition, no, 
they would they would be like, yeah, respect freedom of religion. And somebody said that in the comments to me when I said something because I did make a comment on that. And uh, somebody said, well, what about freedom of religion? And I was like, it's not impacting your freedom to practice your own religion. It's and just to really and just respect space. space. And, yeah. you know, and, and in the same sense, if you are meditating or praying somewhere, do you want someone all up in your space or walking in a path that just doesn't need to be, you can, you can walk away or around them. Why do you need to walk in front of them? Um, because you, it, it's purposely trying to disrespect, uh, you know, if you're doing that, I mean, who does that? <laughs> okay. Let's see. So I'm going to answer this from my perspective and I am a cisgender woman, but I am going to read this and I'm going to give you my two cents on it. My two cents is not speaking for any of these communities at all. It's just my perspective, having had conversations and just kind of like listening to the, you know, like just kind of sitting back and listening. So I may not be right. And uh, that's okay too. I'm just going to try to be as respectful as possible. Okay. So the comment says, uh, I am not judgmental at all either way. Um, I hope you're okay with me. Well, I mean, you put it public, so it's, I'm going to read it. Um, I was born unable to have children due to underdeveloped uterus, but out of curiosity, for those that feel that they are men or women, but not born into that gender um, that they feel. So you were born a woman, but feel like you're a man. You were born a man, but feel like you're a woman. For those individuals, why go through the extra um compare wait hold on why go through the extra why go through the extra compared to just being a manly female who is gay or bi uh or all of that again it doesn't bother me what others do but i'm curious why the extra jump like to change gender like fully change gender is what i think you're asking um just out of curiosity this this question is not being asked out of disrespect we can read that we can see that um so, so, um, so these are choices that we make in life. And I, the best way I can um, tell you is that um, it has a lot to do with body dysmorphia. So um, if, if I'm, if, if I'm born a female, um, I'm going to try to explain this the best I can. I'm born a female, but inside I feel like I'm a man and I dress like a man and I, I cut my hair like a man. I even st start taking hormones. Um, you know, I bind, right? Um, because men don't have, generally speaking, men don't have large mammaries. So I'm going to bind, right? So I might want to get top surgery because that's something you can see, right? Um, but why would I want to also get bottom surgery is because of body dysmorphia. Imagine, feel, imagine being a man in here or a woman in here, imagine as a woman, being a woman in here, but having a penis. First of all, that sounds like a, a little bit of a dream come true for me personally. Put yourself in someone else's body when you, but, if you have questions, like what would it feel like? You what know, would like, it feel like how as, would I feel? if I'm a woman with, with a woman's body and I dress like a woman, but I know that I don't have all of the, I'm, you know, I want to be a woman. I am a woman in my brain. I'm a woman. And if I was, I, th that's just what I imagine. Um, I'm going to do my best to try, and it shouldn't be too, too difficult, 
but I'm going to do my best to get us a, uh, a, an individual who can speak more clearly on this than I can. And uh, Laurie uh, has uh, recommended Gender Outlaw by Kate Bornstein. And this explains perfectly. Thanks, so Laurie. thank you, Laurie, for that. I appreciate that. Yay, love you. My biggest issue. Okay, so uh, Lil Bobby Custom said, I've been working. What's going on with Budweiser? So what's going on with Budweiser is that they are doing a campaign for the LBGTQIA community. And, and in that campaign, they've hired um, personalities, um, influencers, such as Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney is well-known on TikTok and other social media platforms for um, sharing her journey as a transgender woman. Um, uh, you're not too open-minded if you think people should just be able to live their lives. Um, as long as you're not harming another person, like, like really harming them, then you should be able to live your life how you want to. Yeah. Love it. And that's what we're trying to say is that, yeah. uh, and, and that if, again, if you, if you, if, if someone feels that they need to be different. We, we all do something to our appearance to feel the way we want to feel. We put makeup on, we, you know, and so get Botox injected into our forehead. And so how <laughs> is it, how is it that, you know, this is so wrong right. uh, to, to, to do this? And one might ask um, me, one might ask me, you get Botox, you get Botox. Do you not want to look like a 46 year old woman? You want to not want to look like a forty-six year old, is that? Being and that's not why I get Botox. I get Bo I get Botox for a specific reason. I've said this before, um, but I I had the whole I had a whole dent in my head. I was an angry, angry young person from the age of young, and from the age of little tiny <laughs> young, I could just barely wipe my ass, and I already knew how angry I was. Um, I predicted I would stay that way my whole life and die from it. So. I had this dent in my forehead for years, for decade, over a decade, and I wanted to get it out because I, I'm a public speaker. I, at the time, had a job where I was talking to people um, every, almost every day, and I was on a stage setting, and I was teaching classes, and I wanted to look more approachable, and I didn't feel like I looked approachable, and so I got a filler put in here. I know some of y'all might not agree with that, but I did it. I did that. And now my forehead doesn't have a dent in it. Although sometimes I can see it in the shadows, but in order to maintain that filler so that my scowl doesn't dent my forehead again, I have to get the Botox and one day I'm going to stop. But as Please long yoga. as, as long as I, and I do a lot of that now, and I vitamins. do, I use a lot of vitamin. I'm, I'm, I'm skin carrying <coughs> the shit out of my Water. skin drink Hydrate. a lot of water, all that stuff. And mm -hmm. so one day I'm just going to not do that anymore. But at this point in my life, that's where I feel comfortable. And I think even though that's a minor thing that I do that I can stop doing, it's going to go back, whatever. It's still a thing that I do that affects my appearance. And, um, and it's because it makes me feel good and it makes me feel like who I am. It makes me feel like a fierce ass bitch and that's who I am. And so, um, I think that when we talk about, um, people who are transgender um even if, listen even if listen if 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 there's a transgender female right 
and she presents still masculine by choice, that is her choice because that is who she is as a person. There are transgender uh, women who transition uh, from male to female and are lesbian, you know? And so it's not about any of that stuff. It's about how they feel on the inside and how they want to present that feeling on the outside. And uh, thank you again for the book recommendation, Gender Outlaw by Kate Bornstein, which explains it perfectly. Um, and you're welcome for that insight. Um, just to, I, I didn't fully answer Lil Bobby Customs. So Lil Bobby Customs, the Budweiser, I think I'm going to talk too much smoke on that. Um, the, so I just, I just get high. She does all the talking and I just get high. Budweiser's doing a, an LBGTQIA campaign where they're putting like rainbows on their cans. And Dylan Mulvaney is one of the people that is, um, that is a part of that campaign as an influencer. She is on the can as well. And, um, and a lot of people are very upset about it, including Kid Rock, who um, I would show you the video, but I feel like it's a YouTube video. And so it's, it feel like and it would we're be not a violation. Give him and we're play. also not going to give him that. And also I would be more concerned about your facial hair being unnatural than anything else, Kid Rock. I said it. Okay. Um, he wasn't worried about unnatural when he was uh, dating Pam Anderson when she still had her implants and he wasn't worried about unnatural then, but he's worried about unnatural now. And so he either bought or like some of these guys had a 12 pack that they bought when they went grocery shopping in their fridge. Right. And then this campaign came out and they were like, holy shit. And they just went and threw away or, or shot or, or smashed, demolished, whatever the Budweiser that they already bought. They already bought it. That's, that's you got to go buy new beer now. You just, you already bought it. And then some of them are replacing it with Coors. Coors supports all of the same causes. So <laughs> joke's on you. You're just not paying attention. It's just, it's just more public. It's more public right now. So Kid Rock took his, like, it was like three twenty-four packs or some shit like that. And put it them on a table. cases and cases. It was not just a yeah, six it was, pack yeah, yeah, or it was a like, can. Like, I was thinging, like, a can, like, beep, beep. No, like, <laughs> right. no, it, no, it was a table. It was a whole table full. And then he took uh, his uh, long arm, his rifle, and um, with the big bullets. I don't know. I, I wasn't paying attention to what type of firearm he was using. Um and uh, and and he shot up all the cans as a display of disgust, as a display of disgust. And I was just like, y'all are weird. <laughs> y'all are weird. Y'all are weird. Um, I have a I have a, a product that I'm unsure about right now. Um, I have not gone public about it. I have a whole lot of it. And I'm just not using it until I'm sure about what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, and, and this is more of a, of a health concern. And it's not even about my, if it was about my political ideology, trust, I would not hold on to this stuff. No, I would yeah. no, it's be different. like, <laughs> I'd be like every weekend. Okay. <laughs> I would just drink the beer. Nobody's got to know that you drank the beer you already bought. Just don't buy more. And that's the thing. Then just don't buy more. Just you don't, don't buy more. It, then don't buy more. And go buy cores. Because it's different. 
right? I wouldn't be surprised if some of the dumbasses that are doing this are buying it to go. They are destroy so that they can have a so so they could do something on social media. It's like a it's almost like a clout thing. It's a real dumb American thing. It's a it's a real dumb American move. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's why it's why other countries judge us. It's why. Okay. Let's just, uh, we got, we, we are already 30 minutes into the show and we're still talking about Budweiser. <laughs> so, um, I don't have anything to really be mad about today. So we're just going to skip that part. I mean, that kind of encompassed some, that kind of like... encompassed some of it. You guys <laughs> being the, the intolerance of just other human, of other human beings. And also it snowed yesterday <laughs> spring. again, spring, Colorado spring. I just keep saying it. It's going to be a beautiful summer. <laughs> it's going to be a beautiful summer. <laughs> it's every time it, it snows because yes, I like this. I'm going to read this and then we're going to go into our history. Um, I'm going to smash my CD rock kid, my kid rock CDs. Okay. First of all, if you still have kid rock CDs <laughs> that don't have scratches all in them and shit, kudos to you. <laughs> Second of all, I feel like we didn't know any better in the nineties. It was, it kind of slipped through and I'm not sure how he slipped through. Cause we were into that, like that, like trailer rock, trailer trash. <laughs> Listen, I was we too. I'm from right. the South. Okay? <laughs> I am not judging you. I lived in a trailer park. My trailer did not have underpinning anyways. <laughs> what will it solve? I know, but you could recycle them. You could turn them into art. <laughs> Turn them into it's art. It's trash music or, anyway. It's, no. it's not worth listening to. What can you do with trash a ass, CD? Trash <laughs> ass music. Okay. Um, my only thing to say is I hope, my only thing to say, and I hope people embrace this, but love yourself as you are. The universe made you that way. Technologies have changed us. I have been uncomfortable in my own skin a lot for a long time. And as I've aged, I have accepted myself so much. I don't disagree for those that want to change to feel better in their own skin. Just know that we are all, well, most of us, beautiful souls intertwined in a living skin. It's no one's fault. You are you. Embrace that. I guess now I just. just trails off. It's beautiful. Thanks, Allison. Thank you, Allison. Thanks That's for beautiful. Being here and um, and for, um, for sharing. Yeah, I I would just <laughs> I would just add to that that if. Um, being who you are means that you get a breast reduction or removal or breast implants or, um, you know, bottom surgery or a BBL bitch, um, do what makes you fucking happy because this is your life. This is your body and it's your body Mm -hmm. and you do what makes you happy. Get a reputable doctor though. Um, why are um, you sorry? Don't be sorry. The pin. I, it went out again. I'm so sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why are you sorry? Um, I'm making. I'm designing our pin. Do what? Uh, do we want to do the QR code again? A couple of them. Maybe. I mean, if we put just a different design on it or something, maybe we put something on it. I don't know. I like the idea of just having a design and maybe like a little solo link at the bottom or something. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, still out. Yes, yeah, she didn't light it. Um, so, so that's the story of Budweiser. And um, if you want to support their campaign and you like to drink trash ass beer, go get you some Budweiser. 
it's still trash ass beer. Y'all are y'all are mad that your watered down beer is support. Give me a break right now. <laughs> All right, today in history, we have. Hold on, let me pull this up. Hanna, share it. Is this her? No, this is not her. Oh, I just pulled up the whole thing. Just give me a second to uh, find where I was going to be. And when I do, her face is perfect. Um, no, 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 no. Wait. Oh, no, I was past. They have some new ones on here, too. Some, like, newer people. They have Tina Turner on here. I know. I, think I really love. They do a good job coverage. Yes, wise. they do. Sorry about this. I lost my story. Give me a second. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Um, I don't know. Oh, uh, no, I did get past her. Um, I love these older pictures, too. How far down did I scroll? I love it. I love it. I'm just going to pick somebody now. I know. I, I was like, <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm going <laughs> to. I want to do this one just because I feel like nobody's going to know or not a lot of people are going to know who I'm talking about here. I love her. I do love her too. So we're going to do this one. I'm changing it up, everybody. Um, Karen Elaine Johnson, born November 13th, 1955. An American actress, comedian, writer, social critic, television host. She's been nominated for 13 Emmy Awards for her work in television. She's one of the few entertainers who has won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Um, they call that the EGOT. So... Um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. If you can win it's all four, it's, it's a do. very few, yeah. very few uh, win that, win all of those. Wow. Um, she was the second black woman in history uh, of the Academy Awards to win an acting Oscar. In the 90s, uh, she was rumored to be the highest paid actress uh, for her appearances in films. Uh, her name is Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi. Her breakthrough role was as... Uh, Celia, a mistreated black woman in the deep South in the period drama film, the color purple for which uh, she was nominated for an Academy award for best actress. She played Oda Mae Brown an eccentric psychic helping <laughs> the slain man, Patrick Swayze um, save his lover uh, in a romantic mm. fantasy film ghost for which she won an Academy award for best supporting actress. She was the co-producer of the television game show Hollywood Squares in 1998 to 2002. She's been in the she's been the moderator of the daytime television talk show The View since 2007. Oh, I didn't even know she'd been on there that long. I do not watch that show because I cannot with these women. But I, I do it, love. But I knew she was. I do love. Uh, uh, everything that she's in but i do not watch that show <laughs> he said leave me alone i'm old school because i said kid rock <laughs> <laughs> trailer park rock that's what they called it too though it was like proud we were proud of that shit i listened to that shit too um uh, da, 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 da. okay no you can throw that in there um hit us up on um just just send us a dm on our social media or shoot us an email and we'll definitely talk to you are you out in uh stl or or just in missouri or where where are you located actually yeah totally uh we question. we do uh 
there are some things that we're looking for. Mm -hmm. We're about to spend our merch budget budget actually. So if you have some of it and can, and we can um, yeah. so message us. Yeah, uh, let's talk about it. yeah, send us a message. Look at us doing business on the podcast. Our socials, and um, we can have a have a meeting. Um, because that's what we're here for. Um, that's what we do. Um, where was I? Oh, wait, this is it. Here it is. Oh, let's see. Um, she was born in um, Manhattan, raised in the Chelsea Elliott houses, daughter of Emma Johnson, uh, uh, previously Harris, her, her surname, um, a nurse and teacher, and Robert James Johnson Jr., a clergyman. Most sources give her birth as 1955, but some like uh, a New York Times article from 1984 cite her year of birth as 1949, which is why she looks like she's uh, in her 40s, like perpetually. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, she doesn't look any older than 40 to me. I don't. I don't think. But anyways. We're done with that. We're going to have to light a new one later. Let's see. What else about Whoopi Goldberg? Um, she has described her mother as stern, strong, and wise, uh, raised, who raised her as a single mother and her brother, with her brother, Clyde. Uh, her recent forebears migrated north from Faceville, Georgia, Palacta, Florida, and Virginia. She dropped out of high school, <laughs> um, Washington Irving High School. She worked as a phone sex operator working from her home at night. Let me tell you something. That I had a friend that did that. She said it was such good money. I as well know someone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just go buy it so you can pour <laughs> it down the drain. <laughs> um, film it and just say, I support Budweiser, but I don't like beer. <laughs> just like pour it. You know what? Spend your money on a Queen Kitty Seltzer. Yeah, why don't you spend your money on local uh, businesses, local your, small businesses uh, who, who also support uh, human beings. So, yeah, you can enjoy your drink from one of us, and also you can enjoy your merch from us. And it would be true life. Let's see. Her whoopee, her, her whoopee, her stage name whoopee was taken from a whoopee cushion. Um, she has stated that if if you get a little gassy, you've got to let it go. So people used to say to me, you're like a whoopee cushion. And that's the name that where the name came from. That's how it's stuck. Okay. Goldberg is an alternative family name, which she uses and it has taken uh, to you. She chose to use to be taken more seriously. With the first name Whoopi. Yeah. After. But Goldberg was a very uh, popular yes. name in Hollywood too. So yes. Like, and also, uh, yes. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it was not, a, it was a smart move. It was a smart move. Um, according to an anecdote uh, that was told by a friend, I guess, in the documentary film Trekkies, a young Goldberg was watching Star Trek and upon seeing Nichols, the Nichols character, Uhura, mm -hmm. uh, explained, Mama, that's there's a black lady on TV and she ain't no maid. This spawned lifelong fandom for Star Trek for Goldberg, who would eventually ask for and receive a recurring guest starring role 
on Star Trek The Next Generation. Yes. She was, uh, yeah, she yeah. was like a... <laughs> <laughs> I, that was one of the ones I actually watched. Um, between uh, 79 and 81, she lived in East Germany working in a number of theater productions. During her travels, she would smuggle various items into the country for artists that she stayed with. Uh, she trained under an acting teacher, uh, Yuta Hagen. I guess she's pretty popular, I guess. At the HB studio in New York, she first appeared on screen in uh, 81 through 82 in Citizen. I'm not losing my mind. I'm giving it away. And avant-garde ensemble featured by San Francisco filmmaker William Farley. Goldberg created the Spook Show, a one-woman show composed of different character monologues. In 83, director Mike Nichols offered to take the show on Broadway. The show retitled... Whoopi Goldberg for uh, its Broadway incarnation ran from October 24th, 1984 to March 10th, 1985 for a total of 156 performances. The play was taped during this run and subsequently broadcast by HBO as a Whoopi Goldberg direct from Broadway in 1985. So I don't know if it's on HBO or not, but you could check. Um, while on Broadway, her performance caught the eye of director Steven Spielberg. He was about to direct the film The Color Purple based on the novel by the Pulitzer Prize winner um, Alice Walker and offered her a leading role. The Color Purple was released in late 85 and was a critically critical and commercial success. It was later nominated for 11 Academy Awards, including a nomination for Goldberg for Best Actress. Yeah, she's pretty amazing. So talented. <clears throat> South Dakota. You're in South Dakota. We are looking for activists out of South Dakota. We want to definitely let's talk. Let's talk. We'll talk to you. Yeah. Um, sorry. When the screen freezes, some of your expressions. Is my screen freezing? Is it like a long term freeze or is it just like a like a max headroom glitch? Is it your is it everybody's screen is freezing? That's the question, because sometimes it's some of y'all, sometimes it's us. So it could go either way. Well, and I never know. We know. I never know until she doesn't ever know. Um, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's chit chat. Um. So, yeah. What's the next thing on the list? I am okay. So the person that I had on here, her name is Annie Minerva Turnbow Malone. Um, she was the first black woman to become a millionaire. She owned a black hair care empire called uh, Poro that reported assets of 14 million in the year 1920. I don't know what that money is today, but it's a lot. Um, it's it like was, yeah, in B, 1920, with a B. it was a lot. Exactly. 14 million in 1920? Mm -hmm. Whoa. Um, she often practiced hairdressing on her sister, and later she began applying her knowledge of chemistry to develop her own hair care products. Her line of products were specifically de designed for African-American women, a market was that was largely ignored at the time. She cleverly marketed her products by hiring other saleswomen to go door to door to doing demonstrations. One of her most popular products was called Wonderful Hair Grower, which obviously helped women grow their hair. However, there was a bit of rivalry between her and Madam C.J. Walker, another successful black woman who also had similar product with the same name. 
but historians agree that Malone originated the product and its name, and Walker's was an imitation. But both women's products were popular, and they both obtained a lot of wealth. You can have yeah. more than one. Yeah, they were called the have. same thing, you guys. They were called the same thing. <laughs> and you can have this. You can have a product, mm -hmm. and so can someone else, and you can both do well. Um, more than just hair care products, Malone also established a school in St. Louis, Missouri called uh, Poro College. Poro? Poro? Anyways, um, black beauticians and hairstylists came from all across the country to learn Malone's techniques so they, they too could establish their own businesses. See, she wasn't hiding anything. She was sharing all of her knowledge. There were also um, etiquette courses teaching women how to walk, talk, and dress for work. In 1930, Malone decided to move the college to Chicago, Illinois, and she once commented, the people here in Chicago are accomplishing things. The atmosphere is one of commercial striving, endeavor, and promise. She even decided to renovate the headquarters for her company there and also bought the entire block of mansions in Chicago. Unfortunately, the project didn't last long because of her costly divorce from her husband at the time. Ugh, men always be ruining stuff. Look. Anyways. <laughs> Why do men ruin everything? No, I'm just kidding. Um, la, 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 la. And also a management problem that affected the company's sales. Um, the Pearl Block was eventually demolished. Uh, on May 10th, 1957, Malone died at Chicago's Provident Hospital from a stroke. She was 79 years old. Um, but that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, Absolutely. YouTube was freezing for you. So it's maybe, um, maybe we are freezing up today. I don't know why. Everything is strong here. Oh, man. So those are some interesting women. Uh, I put a ton of stories on here for today. Um, but I forgot to do the thing that is like above all of that. Cause we just started talking, but like right here, it says it, it says it right here that we should have been doing some advertising right at the beginning, but yeah. I'm going to, um, stop and do that now. So this show is brought to you by queen kitty seltzer, pop this kitty, put it in your mouth. We have three flavors right now. We have Bubblegum burst, lemon kiss and nearly naked. No sugar, no sweeteners. We use botanical and organically grown terpenes and also hemp. It's all um, organically grown. We have a little little um, factoid on each can. Sorry, I can't. And we have a new flavor coming out this summer. So if you want to try to guess the flavor, you can go on to solo.to slash queenkittyseltzer and check out our Instagram page. Go on to our Instagram page and just comment in the comment section what you think the new flavor is going to be. And you will be entered to win a four pack, which would include all of these varieties, plus the new one, which is a secret. <laughs> We're launching that flavor this summer. June 15th is our launch date. Stay tuned for more details. Pop this kitty. Pop this kitty. Put it in your mouth. Um. This show is also brought to you by CQLC. CQLC is a cannabis compliance and education company, www.cq-llc.com. Uh, we are a certified responsible vendor training provider in Colorado. 
Uh, you can email us, customerservicecqlc at gmail.com. 970-426-5985 is where you can reach us to schedule an appointment. And, of course, follow us on solo.to slash canvascloset420. Canvascloset420 at gmail.com. Or come hang out with us on Discord. Anything you want. Catch us now. Catch us later. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook Live. So those are the places where you can find us. And uh, we usually do an after show on Discord, or we've been trying to do more of those. So uh, Come hang I, out. Yeah, Woo-hoo. come hang out for a moment. For a moment, smoke a blizzy. Um, so we have some news stories. I put a bunch on here because there were a bunch of pretty interesting ones. Um, some of them, I'm just going to give you the headlines on them because that's all you can read it because <laughs> that's the most important is that th- these things are happening, but some of them I want to kind of get into, um, one of the ones that I saw that was actually, you know, kind of a step forward, I guess, is this one right here. Um, so NBA players are going to be allowed to promote, invest in, and consume cannabis. So the NBA is no longer going to be drug testing for cannabis. Um, they This is across, so NBA and WNBA. They've been making moves towards this, I think, I feel like for a minute. Like yeah, they've been talking about it. Yeah. And not stopping their players from using it. Kind of thing. I'm going to be real with y'all. Um, I think NBA players smoke a lot of pot. <laughs> I think specifically all athletes. Do I think a, a lot, lot of athletes. Like, I think. Oh my god! <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I'm just gonna put that up. Jesus, it's whoa, whoa. Um, so I, I think all athletes do a lot of drugs, but I think specifically the NBA smokes a lot of pot. I think (laughs) that, you know, um, football players are super angry all the time. And I feel like you got to stop doing so much Coke and steroids, smoke some pot, smoke some weed. You're going to be okay. It's, you're going to work it out. Um, but yeah, they have been talking about this for a while. My nose has been itching the whole show, and I don't know why. What does that mean when your nose itches and you don't do drugs? Someone's (laughs) thinking about you. What does it mean when your nose itches and you don't do nose drugs? (laughs) That's what I would like to know. I think it's uh, like, yeah, someone's thinking about you. They better be. Rule of. They better be hard and fast thinking about me. So that's a that's a dope ass story, and I, I think other um, probably leagues are going to follow suit most likely. Um, so encourage those millionaire uh, athletes to support local and community uh, and initiatives and regulations that support uh, not just their own pockets. So and then we'll see. This says also the National Football League donated a million dollars last year to research into pain management and cannabis. So they're starting that research, which honestly, cannabis would really help football players for that those impact injuries, including a possible brain uh, trauma. And then in mm-hmm. October, Colorado-based Charlotte's Web CBD became a major baseball league's first official cannabis 
cannabidiol sponsor. Wow. So, um, but then we also had shit like what happened to Brittany Griner um, in Russia. It was in Russia, but still, I mean, it's a plant, you guys. So I don't feel any differently about how Russia should handle a plant than I do about how America should handle a plant. Just fucking, it's a fucking plant. You have more things to concern yourself over than this bullshit plant. You know what I'm plant. saying? Like, our plant's not bullshit, but it's a bullshit issue. It's a bullshit thing. Making that, it such a big issue. Yeah. That um, part. That I part. I am so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, this one was a, a pretty interesting to me because while um, I am in favor, uh, you know, you guys know already, I, um, I am a, um, I'm a progressive, but I also... Uh, I also like guns. So, um, so, but I, but I, you know, I feel like we need definitely, what's up, Kevin? We definitely need more, um, you know, regulation and yeah, criminals are still going to get it, but that's not even the conversation we're having right now. If the United States across the board has more, uh, not necessarily restrictions, but like, uh, you have to like get a license to drive a car, then you got to get a license to own and shoot a gun. And that license includes training with your firearm, knowing how to take it apart, knowing the essentials of firearm safety, all of that stuff. And so it's, it's just like, and, and, and also a background check is when it comes to uh, an, an, uh, an item that is meant to be a deadly weapon. So And cannabis uh, as a medicine <sighs> and as use is not going to restrict so this is the story. Yes, <laughs> this is the story. Um, Arkansas House has passed a bill to protect medical marijuana patients' rights to carry concealed guns. So Arkansas House of Representatives has passed a bill to clarify that medical marijuana patients can obtain concealed carry license for firearms, sending it to the Senate for consideration. So it's passed in the House. It's going to the Senate. We're going to see what happens um, this story is in Marijuana Moment. All of these um, stories are going to be linked into the show notes when I post the um, audio version of the after show. So go check it out there. Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, that's going to be precedent for other states and for the federal government. Honestly, the problem here is is that um, getting <laughs> getting um, a you know, you, you still have to fill out the like paperwork and the paperwork is still going to say that, but in Arkansas, they're not going to hold, like, they're not, this is not going to be a punishable offense. So if you get, I don't know, pulled over and you have your concealed carry and you also have your medicine sitting on your back seat or whatever, it's not a punishable offense. Basically. And this is why it's medical not going programs be. should still, oh, should exist. Honestly, still exist, help protect I, 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 not that, I don't know. I don't think we're going to prove this. I don't think we're going to prove ourselves wrong. <clears throat> a majority of us are peace loving motherfuckers. And so if we're high, we're not violent. If we're drunk, we're violent. If we're high, we're not violent. And so um, there's going to be anomalies in those situations. I feel like once we do see, I'm, I'm just going to be honest here and be like a little bit of devil's advocate. I think when we start seeing states do this, um, we are going to see some incidents of violence that include an addition. The sto like the story is going to tell you that they had cannabis in their system, but uh, they but always say it. They anyway. say it anyway. Like it's a negative. Thing. Yeah, they say it anyway. 
Um, they attribute everything to cannabis. I just think that, you know, they're going to use it as like a, like a red herring argument. Like, oh, look, like it doesn't like, I mean, I wish you would use that same argument for alcohol then. Like, oh, look, oh, look what happened when you put somebody who was drinking alcohol in the presence of a firearm. Look what happened. Like, yeah, I wish you the would... only regulation they have is to make sure you ID uh, the, the buyer. Right. right. Yeah. Um, it's just, and there's no, there's no like, uh, anyways, anyway, but <clears throat> that's a good news story. That's a good news story. Of course it's out of Arkansas. Um, uh, but still it's a, it's a progressive piece. So, Let's watch and see what happens. And hopefully they don't, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens when it goes to the Senate, uh, the Arkansas Senate. Um, this other news story is also a, a marijuana uh, moment story. Um, medical marijuana use has doubled in the U.S. study from Department of Veterans Affairs officially finds. So they did a study, the Department of Vet Veterans Affairs did a study to see... <laughs> First of all, what what are y'all doing? Like y'all, it's legal. It's it's becoming legalized across the United States, in almost every state now. A majority of states have legalized it at least medicinally. What did you think was going to happen? Why are you wasting resources to tell us that cannabis use has increased, doubled, whatever? Um, these things are difficult to open, but. We're going to do it. Mm. So um, let's see. Ooh, this one's already had. Oh, yeah. There's one. Oh, yeah. That one's okay, great. Way easy. So super easy. <laughs> How to. Okay. I'll, I'll discuss in a minute. But um, let's see. I don't even know where to start. This, this study document. Um, let's see. The National Survey on Drug Use and Health. Uh, which has been conducted annually since 1971, added a question about medical marijuana in 2013, specifically asking whether any cannabis use with, within the past 12 months was recommended by a doctor. During the first year, 1.2% of respondents answered affirmatively. Seven years later, that figure has risen to 2.5%. Um, you know, I mean, of course, but like, again, of course it's risen. I'm surprised, honestly, that it's only doubled. But I think the only reason that it's doubled is because, and only doubled is because, um, um, right, right, that, that the, the use of it hasn't gone up that much, but people admitting that they're using it has gone up exactly that. But also the reason the number hasn't gone up more is because they're answering a veterans affairs survey and veterans affairs will cut off their medication. Oh, if they pop not. positive for cannabis, it's really rude. Y'all it's really fucking rude to be in my face like that. Oh, I forgot to add your name to the thing. I'm sorry. Um, she's here. Sorry about that. Um, but it's really rude to be like, Hey, has a doctor, right? And no, I, but also veterans affairs, doctors are not going to recommend cannabis. So if they're only seeing doctors at veterans affair, then they're not going to get recommended cannabis. 
So I feel like those numbers are way more than doubled. They should be able to recommend cannabis. Absolutely. It's been shown to help with the symptoms of PTSD so much. And just pain in general. And general pain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just to, on the, on the, on all sides for all sides. Um, but definitely check that article out. The Veterans Affairs has uh, wasted money doing a study uh, on something we already knew was going to happen um, because we're legalizing across all of these states. So, of course, the numbers are going to increase relatively drastically as new states continue to come on. And the question doesn't even ask if they consume cannabis. It asks, it's 520, it's 420. Happy 420 on the West Coast. Happy 420. Um, yeah, so it's just, it's crazy. Why don't y'all use your money to um, lower or maybe like exterminate the suicide rates of veterans who come home from wars that we don't need to be fighting? They're going to kick me off the air. <laughs> That's what you should be using your money for. Y'all don't care about veterans. <clears throat> be like when Kanye said that the president doesn't like black people. Veterans Affairs does not care about veterans. What happened? Sorry. What do you mean? What happened? <coughs> uh, I was like, my design. What? Like I, I was like, what do you mean? I just explained it. <laughs> okay let's see um florida is in the news uh today florida adult use this is a story from uh april 5th what is today is today april 5th it is oh it's from today 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 florida adult use marijuana legalization efforts top 600 630,000 signatures um they have collected 635,961 valid signatures in support of a constitutional amendment that would legalize adult use marijuana in the state. Smart and safe Florida. We haven't covered this at all, but we should look at, at what it says. It's going to be, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a Florida uh, amendment. So that's, just stick with me on that. Um, so, they still have quite a few signatures to collect, but they have to get this on the 2024 ballot. So, um, they um, have to collect 891,589 uh, signatures. So, they're getting there. Um, they're not that far away, to be honest. I, I mean, those numbers that aren't number. that far apart. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a big number, but it's not a it's not an impossible not for the number. State of Florida, because um, the proposal the would allow adults to possess, purchase, or use marijuana products and other marijuana accessories. Um, thank you for using the word accessories. I like it um, for non medical personal consumption by smoking, ingesting, or otherwise. Um, it also requires approval from the Supreme Court. You guys. Yeah. You yeah. guys, okay. This is dumb to me. 
Okay, because let me tell you why this is dumb to me. So many Supreme Courts have ignored what the voters wanted in an effort to push their own agenda, and they just, like, gavel down, say no to that shit. Even Even though it's on the ballot, right? It's on the ballot. I'm so disgusted. It's on the ballot. Voters voted for it. Voters said this is what we want. <coughs> and then the Supreme Court's like, I know it's best for you bunch of adults. <coughs> We're adults, right? And we collectively said this is what we want. I told you it's really strong. You can put it out. I'm good on that right now. Um, and so uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? So, so they can like block your vote. And also the thing that annoys me about our political system is that judges have lifetime appointments in, in those position, in a lot of those positions. And there's virtually no way to get them out. And like, we're humans, we're flawed, we're fucked up. And if somebody's fucked up on those levels where they're just not even listening to the will of the people, then why are you in an official office where like, where you're supposed to be, you know, making judge, like making decisions based on what the people want. And like, it's just. Cheers. Hydrate. Everybody. Hydrate on that note. Um, I, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's very, our, our systems are antiquated uh, in so many areas um, and, and written in ways where you're like, you can't change the rules. Says who? I just, I just can we think, vote to change the rule? Like, <laughs> I feel like, uh, I feel like, uh, um, maybe this, uh, like, Supreme Court, let's say United States Supreme Court, um, but you, but also state Supreme Court, um, is this is all like lifetime shit, but, um, I feel like it shouldn't be lifetime, but maybe like generational, like every generation. You have to go up for a vote. Yeah, or get over. Every generation has representation. Like, yeah, like something, <laughs> something. Like not. I mean, like every adult generation, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, or something. But like, I feel like we have like a bunch of old people trying to tell us what to do, and we're like, well, we're older than middle age. I don't know if I'm gonna make it to ninety one. <laughs> ninety one. Um, but, uh, but. But if I do, then this is my middle age. Um, but but yeah, there should be like my grand, my great grandpa, my mother even should not be trying to make decisions about things that affect how I live because she she's on. First of all, I'm not saying she's she's not dying. Okay. But she is an older generation. So they're just like, they're at the, and I'm not saying they shouldn't have a say in something, but they shouldn't have like the whole say. And we should have somebody who understands how the world works today in like today's world. And I would even say somebody younger than me, but I'm, I don't consider myself uh, old at all, but I would even say like, you know, like late, 30s early 40s i would say there is a good space for people knowing what the fuck's going on and then talk to your gen z kids <laughs> um so so yeah this um that that's my rant that's my story um what was the other one? Oh, this one was so super interesting to me um okay let me do this one first. So, so I don't, 
there's been a critical error on this website. <laughs> Let's reload this. Let's see if it reloads. What's happening? It is not our technical it's error. It's not our technical error. It is the article. I think. Oh, goodness. The article is not coming up. Okay. Well, okay. So I'm going to try it again. But if it doesn't come up, then I don't, I don't really know what to do about it. We will move oh, there on. it is. Oh. It came up. Okay, great. I don't know what happened. Um, so there's a little bit of a backstory on this and I, to the best of my ability, will tell you what that is. There were two companies. Um, I'm going to give you the briefest notes about this possible. There were two companies and one of those companies, um, was supposed to relinquish control to the other company. Um, because a ruling in court that the first company that was supposed to let go violated receiver, a receivership order. So this is in Michigan. Uh, there's a retailer called 315 Cannabis. They were supposed to give control of several stores to their competitor, Sky Mint, after a ruling that 315 violated a court's receivership order. According to... Uh, Crane's Detroit business, Skymint reopened stores in Battle Creek, Camden, and Grand Rapids on April 1st after um, after Ingham County Circuit Court judge ruled on a legal fight between the two companies. The judge ordered 315 to return $494,045 in funds that the Birmingham-based company removed from its accounts at live life credit union. Um, the judge also ordered live life to return access to those accounts to SkyMint employees. 315 was acquired in 2021 by SkyMint an Ann Arbor headquartered cannabis cultivator and retailer had challenged leadership of the company and retook control of several stores acquired in the deal. So so the people at 315 mm -hmm. were like, we're not letting it go. And then they just took over. They just like did like did a takeover. Last month, after a Canadian investment firm filed a lawsuit claiming SkyMet owes more than $127 million, Ingham County Circuit Court placed the marijuana company under the control of receiver Gene Kahoot of Trust Street Advisors in Detroit. Calgary and Alberta-based Tropics LP alleges in the suit that Green Peak Innovations, which operates SkyMint, generated $153 million less than it was forecasted to in 2022. The lawsuit filed March 3rd alleges that SkyMint was spending $3 million per month and that subsidiaries had borrowed more than $81 million Y'all know there are people sleeping on the streets right now. I just want to put all of this into perspective. Um, and have chronically uh, been in default on their loans. So they're saying Skyman's not paying the bills. In a concurrent lawsuit, New York investment firm Merida Capital Holdings filed a complaint in Oakland County Circuit Court alleging Green Peak Innovations 
misrepresented its financial standing and was mismanaged. Both Tropics and Merida Merida were involved in the deal that allowed Skymint to acquire 315. So it's really convoluted and complicated, but basically Skymint won that case. Yeah, the judge was like... And he was like, you guys got control. Stop it. (laughs) Finish it up. Quit wasting everyone's time. Knock it off. So that's what they said over there. Um, So I just thought that was like, just I mean, it's it's very convoluted, but also, uh, let's see. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, Kentucky's governor signs a medical marijuana legalization bill into law. So that just happened. Um, And New York awards 99 new adult use cannabis retail licenses. Those are on um, MJ Daily. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go on that one. And uh, let's see. Um, We did that one. So, yeah, let's talk about this one. Um, So Virginia governor amends controversial hemp bill. okay we've been kind of talking about this a little bit um a lot of states are going to be doing stuff like this so like pay attention (laughs) what virginia is doing um pay attention what you put in your body too virginia's governor amended a, a contentious bill that would have limited hemp derived products in the state to two milligrams of thc per container Instead, Governor Glenn Youngkin's amendments will allow hemp-derived products to contain CBD to THC ratio of 25 to 1. Well, huh, that is positive. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, the governor also removed another provision in the bill that would require producers to add a bittering agent to the hemp topicals. Okay. okay. That's good. Um, like that sounds good. Good. Thank you. <laughs> the Virginia Cannabis Association had uh, advocate advocated for more amendments to the bill, which they said would hurt the local economy and kill jobs. But hemp operators told the Virginia pilot, Virginian pilot, that the new 25 to one ratio limit is not enough and will still take a toll to their business. Oh, cause they want to do, yeah, they want to do like a 10 to one kind of situation. The leeway um, that he is asking for is honestly not that helpful to us. Um, says uh, an owner of a hemp business down in Virginia beach, a, a 10 to one ratio would be more workable. According to the Virginian pilot, the state's, General Assembly will assemble on April 12th to consider Youngkin's amendments to the hemp bill and 77 others. So they still got to vote on it. Um, but the governor is signing it. And so it's got his backing. Um, 25 to one is better than, you know, two milligrams. That's all I'm saying. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, mm, I don't know the, Math it's conversion. Um, so. one one thousand milligrams is one gram. If you're doing well, you would be like twenty five milligrams to one mill. Well, I guess yeah, they're just doing the one milligram. Well, I don't know. No, I'm wrong. I'm high. Don't listen to me. 
Maths. Math. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. A 10 to 1 would be um, maybe better than... Yeah, I, I would the, agree. The, with, I would agree with that. Now that I'm, is, is now saying, that I'm, yeah. my wheels are turning. Um, uh, the producer is this would like ten to one. Um, is this like one of those things? Hold out and and uh, continue to ask for what you want, or uh, do you start where it is? Yeah, you start where it start. Um, I want to just give a free mm-hmm. beat shout out to um, the New Brothers Artisanal um, Caviar joints uh yeah i feel fuzzy (laughs) uh good job you guys (laughs) okay uh let's see so that's interesting we'll we'll stay tuned on that um montana lawmakers kill a bill that is um intended to erase the adult use cannabis industry a proposed Montana state law that would have effectively canceled the state's recreational marijuana industry and put new draconian restrictions on medical cannabis died in committee. Yay. Good job, everybody. Republican mm-hmm. state Senator Keith Wright Regier introduced Senate bill 546 on March 30th. Six days later, a Senate committee voted to table the bill. The Montana free press reported The bill's stated intent was to reduce the demand for marijuana sales in the state by banning all non-medical cannabis sales. Montana voters legalized recreational marijuana in November of 2020. During the first year of sales, which began on January 1st, 2022, state retailers rang up $203 million in transactions. And this guy is like, stop. Why? The Montana Senate expressed concerns about subverting the will of the voters. Because you should be concerned about subverting the will of the voters. Opponents included Jason Ellsworth, Republican Senate President, and Jason Small, Chair of the Chamber's Business, Labor, and Economic Affairs Committee. Can we just have more sensible people? I wish um, it was more about like an economic, um, more economically conservative than than all of the bullshit that it is now right you know Um, i'm not saying i would necessarily agree with that but i would just you know it's just i feel like there's a lot of bullshit right now both lawmakers joined the committee's democrats in voting down the bill six to four um so thank you guys if the if passed the bill would have raised the state's medical marijuana tax from 4% to 20%. That's greedy. That's what the fuck? Greed. For a patient? Greed. Gross. Y'all are gross. Reduced to one of... Reduced to one the number of plants. Adult. Are you kidding? One plant. You, you can grow one plant. You can grow... You okay over there? <coughs> yes. Spit it out. Um... Cap the potency of canvas flower and concentrates to 10%. You don't, shut don't grow. Up. Don't grow. You shut up. 10%? <laughs> don't grow. What? Shut up. Good. Yeah, this guy. Oh, wow. Good job for reading yeah. and, and not approving this, y'all. Oh, my <laughs> God. That sounds wow. horrific. Do not. <clears throat> Vote that guy out. 
get him out. I don't know if we have anybody from Montana on here, but um, I had no idea we had anybody from South Dakota on here. I was like, what? I know we've been asking for South so Dakota crazy. For a while. Um, I think okay, and then there's there's this one Germany might pivot to cannabis legalization light. So what does that mean? So um, legalization light light. Yeah. So the German government might be having second thoughts about its plans to pursue a full fledged adult use cannabis legalization in Europe's largest economy. You know what? Just do it. Y'all could do it. According to German news reports, federal officials are considering a cannabis legalization light model and concerns that nationwide legalization would violate European law. Okay. Uh, as a result, see, okay, so I feel like it's the same as when we talk about state legalization versus federal legalization. So think about like that, where they're like, um, we are Germany, the country, but um, we are also in the European Union. So, you know, we have to fall. It's like it's like the feds versus the state. Okay. So as a result, um, Germany might roll out a trial model like those adopted by other jurisdictions, such as the Swiss city of Zurich, under which recreational cannabis sales would be confined to certain parts of the country for three to five years. So it's just like, let's try it out. Let's see how it see works. How it works. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't work, then it's over. If it does work, we'll see what happens. Right. Um, the Dusseldorf based newspaper. I don't, <laughs> I just like it. Um, Based newspaper, Andelsblatt, <laughs> reported that the European Union legal hurdles, including resistance from neighboring France, are prompting Germans to rethink their plans. Handelsblatt <laughs> and other German news outlets reported the latest events citing unidentified government sources in lieu of an official announcement. Um, so, you know, they might just be pulling back a little bit. The party put forward, um, so practical moves to support legalization. The party also said that it supports health minister Carl Lauterbach's practical steps towards legalization, even if they fall short of comprehensive legalization. From our point of view, uh, these can be modeled projects, also known as trial programs, just in case y'all didn't know. He mansplained what model projects is. Just it, it happens everywhere. Um, <laughs> um, let's see here. La, 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 la. Decriminalization and self-cultivation, according to the S SPD document. The party put forward ideas such as allowing home cultivation, for a limited number of plants, limiting personal possession, investing profits, if any, are allowed to be made in addition and prevention initiative, addiction and prevention initiatives. Um, the statement acknowledged that limits on THC are understandable, but noted that such caps could end up undermining uh, the regulated market by driving consumers to illicit sellers. Not a lie. That's very true. If you limit, so I guess they're trying to put a, a, a percentage limit, just like um, 
just like what we were just reading in uh, Montana. Uh, so, yeah, if you put that limit on there, they're just going to go get stronger cannabis from somewhere else. Somewhere else. Um, you can read more about this story and other stories that we've read tonight or we've talked about tonight um, on uh, Marijuana Moment. No, MJ Biz Daily. So MJ Biz Daily, Marijuana Moment, and uh, Normal is where I get uh, a majority of these news stories. So you can go check those out. Um, yeah. And I think, actually, I went through a majority, if not all of them. <laughs> That was great. I did not think that that was going to happen. So congratulations to um, Kentucky um, getting your governor to sign this bill into law. Good measures. Like, uh, did we, uh, uh, I feel like we didn't really look into it. Um, Bashir's a Democrat. He signed a Senate bill 47 the day after it passed the Republican dominated state house. So they already voted for it in the house um, and the Senate and he signed it into law. I've been pushing for medical cannabis and sports and sports betting for years. So they can do sports betting now too. Um, In an executive order that he signed. So check that out. That's also on MJ biz daily. Um, but yeah, congratulations on that. That's amazing. Um, I feel like uh, we are probably going to have Monday show today. <laughs> Wednesday show was Monday, right? Um, don't forget to check out our website, queenkittyseltzer.com, www.queenkittyseltzer.com. We have all kinds of really cool merch, and we also have cans on there. We are launching a new flavor this summer, so follow us on our social media. You can find all of our social media and our website, solo.to slash queenkittyseltzer. No, that's it. Solo.to slash queenkittyseltzer. That's it. That's that's the website. Here it is. It's on the screen for y'all. Um, go check it out. You can get merch there. Uh, you can on our website. You can get cans on our website. You can also get um, go follow us on all of our social media and find out what we're doing. Um, so we're working on can art. That's what we're doing. One of us is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually working on pin on buttons, 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 because we have an event tomorrow. So what do we got going on this week? We have an event tomorrow. Tomorrow's opening day for the Rockies, right? Is that the team? I don't know baseball. Opening day for the Rockies, for the Colorado Rockies. It's going to be a rough day for me tomorrow because I don't know Um, nothing about baseball. mm -hmm. People are going to be coming in there talking to me about baseball. And I'm going to be like, "Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) I'm going to be playing the role. I'm going to try to find something purple and black to wear. (laughs) I brought two pairs of leggings, though. Oh, I have have those those sky leggings. So maybe I'll just wear those. Maybe that's the way to go. <clears throat> Maybe my um, Hannah Solo outfit was is the way to go for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wear. Uh, I did find. I did end up finding my uh, my hoodie. Yay! Um, oh yeah. Is it supposed to be cold tomorrow? Uh, I did not <sighs> check the weather, but I can certainly do that while we're moving into. Uh, so we're gonna be a Shisha Leafa tomorrow, pretty much all day, like from early afternoon till. Sometime in the evening. Yeah, it goes all night. You know? It's a, it's an all day thing. All day, all night. 
So it, the question that follows is, am I doing anything after that? No. No. I'm going to eat. Um, I'm going to go sleep. Yeah. But it's going to be, there's going to be other vendors. We're going to be there with Queen Kitty. There's going to be other artists and um, uh, fun things that you can pick up. So it's a vendor's market, a yeah. spring market. Um, I'm I'm looking at the weather Hold on. to see if it's I got to put it up on the thing, right? <clears throat> Here we go. This says the late the late evening time, right? But I think it says both all the way. Oh, 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. Yeah, but I feel like it's uh, there's a morning part too. Well, we yes. we're definitely going to be there in the morning the other, part. The first one. Um, let's see. Mm -hmm. The purple one. Oh, this one. Maybe this one says an early time. This says 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So noon. 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. And then 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. There's a, a I'm going to be real honest with y'all. Can I just can I sit, sit down for a second and let me talk to you? Um, we are not going to be there till 2 a.m. Mm -mm. There's a high likelihood that we're not even going to be there at midnight. 12 to 5 <laughs> and 7 to 2. We we got both sides. We're going to get both sides. We're going to be there in the morning. We, we're going to be there in the afternoon. We're going to be there in the evening. But, um, yeah, we're not going to be there till 2 a.m. Now, we love you. But we're not gonna be there till two a.m. That's not gonna happen. But mm -hmm. go check it out, Shisha Leafa. If you like two hundred of you are like, we're gonna be there at two a.m. Then we're gonna be like, uh, uh, still not gonna be there at probably, two a.m. Yeah, no. I, there's, show up earlier. I'm, I'm show, not show be up there earlier. Yeah, still. That's not good my time. for you. Um, <laughs> that was my time in my twenties. I'm not. I did a. I did a lot at two a.m. in my twenties. It's. It's not for me anymore. I don't. I don't do two a.m. Um, not like that. I mean, I do 2 a.m. We could we could we could be sitting smoking once at 2 a.m. on the couch chilling, but I'm not mm -mm. not out in the I'm public. Not, mm -mm. I, mm -mm. No, you want me in public? No, mm -mm. I need to take this I'll makeup be asleep. off. Trust, I'll be release. asleep. I have to, you know, <laughs> can't be wearing all these clothes all the time. No. It's just it's crazy. So, uh, yeah. So we're going to be there, though. We're going to be at that. And then uh, we will most likely be. <laughs> we will most likely be at. Uh, uh, at Ant Life on. Um, Friday night, Friday night. Uh, are we tabling? I have no idea. We have not. We have not decided. I'm sorry. The dice on that one. Um, we might decide soon. What's tomorrow? A high of 48. That's not, it's not, it's not warm enough. That's not warm. That's not warm enough. Um, are, we are inside, correct? Um, if we're not, then I'm going to make it so that we are. I'll do whatever that requires. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so April 7th, that's movie night at Ant Life. Um, April 38th, we're going to see Miss Jackson. If you're nasty, 
So um, we're going to be in St. Louis for that. So that means that on May 1st, we're going to be live in St. Louis. And if anybody in St. Louis is listening right now and you want to join us live in St. Louis on May 1st, please let us know because we would love to have you. If anyone is listening and would like to sponsor our trip in any way, shape, or form, like gas cards or and or medicine and or um, whatever you can friendly spot. contribute with uh, two bedrooms, we ha- are all ears. Hit us up. We are excellent guests. We are. It will be us and also Nugget. And Nugget. I mean. I mean, it would be amazing. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, so we're gonna be there in on May 1st. All right, you guys, it's time. It's that time of the show. Well, we ask you what you would rather do. There's a bunch of y'all in here today, so y'all gotta tell us what you would rather do. Y'all ready? If you've not ever been, this is something we do. Would you rather? We got three. We got three. Because three is my number. Okay. So here we go. We're going to start. We're going to start. We're going to start. Um, this this feels scary. <laughs> would you rather? I already know what I would do. But okay. This is by yourself. You are alone. You are alone for this one. Okay. You guys ready? Would you rather spend a week in the forest or one night in a real haunted house. You're by yourself. By yourself. You're alone. You don't even have nugget. Middle of the forest. Or a real haunted house with some bitch ass ghosts. Like they trying to get you, girl. Middle of the forest with nothing. Just, just I mean, we don't so know because the forest can be dangerous as Dateline has taught us. Well, I know, but still. And also there's animals out there. Do I have a backpack or am I just so like out there uh, Blair Witch style? That was not, that was not uh, specified. So I'm going to say you got camp gear, but you by yourself. You doing it for a week. For a week. For a week. Haunted house one day. One night. Real haunted though. We got a haunted. We got two haunted. Real, real haunted. Like real haunted. Like mean haunted. Mm-hmm. Dude, I watched one of those like recreation ones where I was like, "What?" Well, I it, I fell for. It. I thought it was a real deal like thing, and it wasn't. It was just one of those whatever. I guess there's uh, role playing groups that do this stuff, but I was like, "Wow." <laughs> so I don't know. Nice ghost. Yes, I can totally hang. We ain't talking um, about Casper here. We talking about like we're talking like Amityville horror. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. talking about we talking about um, what's that show? Uh, the um, what's that show? She said, "I know how to protect myself." She ain't worried about no damn ghost. <sighs> Little Bobby Custom, I ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> what's that show called? A uh, American. 
horror story mm, whatever i used to i watched the first couple seasons but now that i don't have anyone to like watch it with i don't watch it so yeah i watched the first few seasons also and then also fell off of it but i tend to do that if the if it's a the only thing that's got my attention for the whole seasons is guess yes not well also dateline but like a like a show like a like a like an acting show that has that has a million seasons. Oh, y'all don't know. Dun dun, SVU bitches. What twenty four seasons? They've had my attention. I thought I was gonna stop after Stabler left. Did I? No, I came right back. I came back because Olivia. Olivia is the real backbone. Mm-hmm. She's real, and she's real life. She does. She actually does victim advocacy in real, real life. In real, real life. Have y'all ever seen um, the Mike Myers uh, Love Guru movie? No, but I love <laughs> Mike Myers. You will have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one's gross. I'm so grossed out. And that's why the last one is so chill. <clears throat> but this one's real gross. And I'm sorry. But here it is. Would you rather... Would you rather find a rat in your kitchen or a roach in your bed? <laughs> go with rat in the kitchen. I mean, get it, dog. Because I can deal with it. Roach in my bed? No. Because, <clears throat> because then that's your bed. And where there's one, listen, on both of these in instances where there's one, there's many, but at least, yeah. Um, oh my God. Oh my God. She said, I wouldn't matter. I'm moving. I will be honest. Straight I think out, either way. I think. Well, goodness gracious! I think because um, you know, I lived. Uh, I lived in the woods in a trailer. Just sit and let it all, just take it in. I lived in the woods in the trailer, <laughs> and sometimes field mice would come in, but we had cats, so we had cats that would like beep, blah, 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 take care, take of, care of them. Um, if there were, so that's the thing that I'm thinking, if there's rats, right, I'm just, I'm going to get a cat. I'm gonna get a big ass cat, a, a big one. I'm gonna get a big ass cat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, my neighbors have, uh, indoor, outdoor cats, kitty cats, and, um, one just loves to catch, catch the mices. And yeah. Uh, one season though, like we had like little gophers running up in and out like back and forth underneath the the porch and it was just like i was like what's going on <laughs> underneath the porch that there's a there are gopher homes like so crazy no. um, and then the cat moved in and the gophers were like we out living in the south is different it's just different <laughs> um so i feel like i would plus uh, you can't you can't get rid of roaches. You can't get rid of roaches. There's. You can't. 
You got to burn the whole thing down. Mm-mm. No, it can't be in my bed. Okay, last one. Mm-hmm. Here's the hardest decision of your life. Would you rather? It's the hardest decision in my life. No. Uh, little Bobby, no. As a kid, my hamster got out and crawled on my chest in the middle of the night and, yeah, scared the show. It would have died that night. It would have gone flinging across the room and splatting against the wall. Mm -hmm. I had gerbils. I had field mice as a kid at one point in my life. I had gerbils, and those are are little little mice, basically, with big ears. They were cute. My sister had squirrels. My oldest, not Marla. <laughs> My oldest, not Marla. I was about to say, I cannot imagine. <laughs> this is not an this uh, is not an imaginable scenario. Okay, last one, you guys. Here's the last one. Would you rather uh, smoke a blunt with Snoop Dogg or a fat ass joint with Cheech and Chong? It died. I threw it against the wall. Rest in peace, little guy. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Shouldn't have. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So you smoking a blunt with Snoop Dogg or y'all, I read a story today because uh, that a newscaster got fired for quoting Snoop Dogg because she, you know, he has that faux shizzle, right? But she said the whole thing. She said the other, which means the same, which means the same as, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. you just as well have said the word Mm -hmm. because that's what he meant it to sound Mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, she got fired. (laughs) Y'all, stop being stupid on the air. (laughs) Stop being stupid. Stop thinking you're cool. You're not above it. You're not above it. Um, I I know that you, I know what your choice is. Um, but I I'm do you because I mean I don't know I don't know. Um, uh, with your best friend or with Teach and Chong. So I'm gonna I personally would would have to choose with Teach and Chong. Um, and then because I know I'm gonna hang out with Snoopy way because he's your best friend um i don't like blunts in the in the traditional form i like hemp and if I you like, get to choose your blunt with the with the, your, i would you smoke know. a blunt with snoop dogg i don't it doesn't even matter you're like i I'm don't still gonna i'm gonna okay, smoke see, this I, I thought this was like i was like no nah, listen there i i usually i'm gonna be honest with y'all don't get offended i usually turn down like tobacco blunts i don't smoke tobacco i don't like tobacco blunts i usually turn them down unless i'm drinking which i haven't done in years and uh and um there's only some occasions where and some people uh that i'm with that i will be like um i'll smoke this and um you know snoop dogg's not amongst those people as far as in my personal circle my personal circle also knows my preferences, so we usually just tend not to smoke blunts. But, um, but, um, but he is the out, he is an outside person that I would smoke a blunt with. If he's like, uh, you guys know how um, how monogamous couples have um, a cheat a cheat celebrity that they could cheat with. 
I would smoke blunts with Snoop Dogg. He's you, you would blunt I would, cheat. I would blunt cheat. Um, uh, cool. with Snoop Dogg, he's my. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weirdo. <laughs> um. So. Uh, let's see. That was the third one. That was the third one. That was a good one. It's my. It, it was my favorite one. I had to end it good because that roach and rat thing was. Mm. So, yeah, I would rather too. I would rather. That's cute. And leaf behind us or something. yeah, maybe something behind us or like a little like a some kind of background or something. I don't know, like a solid back, you know, a color. But that's not what. Okay. No. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, you guys, let me get this. Let me get this. This thing is very strong and potent, and I appreciate it for everything that it is. So it's, nice. it's a sol it's a solid yes for me. Uh, new Brothers Artisanal live caviar cone. We're not getting paid for this. We did not get these for free. But uh, if y'all ever want to sponsor us, we would be happy to uh, shout you out on every show. It was just, I'll send this over to you post post haste. Um, this is yeah amazing. This is a golden new live caviar cones. Uh, this is Aspen OG. So nice, nice holler. Oh, speaking of King Palms, I do have a King Palm code. It is KP Queen Q U E E N 2023. Go get 30% off. 30% off of your King Palms. That's an amazing discount. It's a really nice discount. Yeah. And the shipping's not crazy either. It's not crazy. Um, we love you guys. Make sure that you are being nice to yourself. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Put your mask on before assisting others. Yes. Cultivate love. We get to you. You deserve it. And stay lifted, stay everybody. Lifted. And gifted. We'll see you on Monday. I will be um, traveling. And I will have the craziest eyebrows in the planet. Because I'm getting my hair done on Monday. <coughs> and also, when I get my hair done, I get my eyebrows tinted. So, stay tuned for that. If, if you come for no other reason, mm -hmm. come for that. We love you guys. We'll see you all Monday. Have a great uh, rest of your week. Oh, happy Passover. Did I say that already? I said yes, at the beginning of the show. Passover. Happy Passover. Enjoy your feast. We love you guys. Um, protect a trans person in your life. And we'll see you on Monday.